Hello and welcome to your favourite news podcast, if you don't listen to any others, <laughs> uh, Charging Stallion Presents News We Like. That's the full title and we will never call it anything else. You have to say presents even if it feels <laughs> grammatically real weird. Do we have the presents thing on the on, on the iTunes? If someone is yeah. actually looking at the title of this, does it say presents? Yeah, it does. Oh, well then fucking two right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I am Cam. My name is Tim. And we're here to talk to you about news articles that we spent uh, minutes looking for so that we can sit down tonight outside in Timmy's backyard. Yeah, the, the newly beautiful backyard out here. We've got, um, we've got some grapes, we've got some passion fruit, some blueberries, some, uh, some, some, some red currants, some strawberries. And then we've got the herb garden on the side. If you look behind me, Cam, we've got some spinach, some coriander. Some basil and some chilies. I also love what you've done with the lights. So um, it's like 10 o'clock at night right now. And Timmy's got uh, some, what do you call these, oversized Christmas lights? Party lights, for sure. Oh, party lights. Party lights, yeah. Well, I'd say that, so the party lights are the ones that are, um, so they're just regular light bulbs sort of size. And, mm. and they're, um, they're strung up uh, over my tree and, and, uh, and, and throughout the rest of the garden. And those ones are the party lights. And then the other ones that are just the regular sort of low, they're like ambience lights. Like go to work, no, five day more, a week lights. No, I'd say more like the bring your girlfriend over for a nice romantic dinner in the backyard kind Ooh. of light. Yeah. yeah. And you've got both set up at all times. <laughs> yeah. So you never know. <laughs> you never know it could what's go gonna happen. The mates come over, we can do some blow up, miss comes over, have a nice dinner. You walk two meters to that <laughs> side and change the mood. So Cam and I <clears throat> um the, the podcast has had a little bit of hiatus and we'd like to come out and um, give a little bit of, a, of an apology, I guess. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Like, I've, I've, a little bit, but, but um, in the way that before explaining to the people the awesome time that we had not doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. So explanation. <laughs> I think we can explain why yeah. the podcast taken longer than a week to do another episode. But I will not say sorry to you, listeners. I respect <laughs> you, but you're you're in the wrong. <laughs> I don't know how they would have done anything wrong. Um, all right, we've got five seconds before this breaks. Just as I don't know what to do here. <laughs> the apps dividing into three-minute segments. Sorry, I just a technical issue where I just got distracted and looked at the screen of my phone. I don't really know. We all good? Uh, I think so. Yeah, cool. So just to give our listeners a, a little bit of insight, there's just a constant stopwatch for the app that we use for this podcast. And um, every now and then I glance down at it and it panics me. So uh, <laughs> welcome to the inside of my mind. Now let's get back to the normal intro, Timmy. So we have just been away on an amazing uh, East Coast tour with our band, Charging Stallion. And um, and we went on to, uh, as we sort of said in the podcast leading up to this, uh, with um, three of my favourite bands in the world, yeah. uh, uh, Piss Idiots, Miniskirt and Dumb Puns. And along with playing shows with some great bands, including Amble and the Sniffers, Toddy, um, Nick, Nuisance. Nick Nuisance and the Delinquents, great bloody band, love that band. And, um, and, and Tony Dork. Tony Dork. We, we, and, and, um. And a band called Dogfight that I really liked yeah, as man. well, and and um and a band called Boing Boing in Brisbane that had that yep. awesome song about Jonathan Thurston, King of the North, great song. Mm. 
Um, that's a rugby league state of origin reference for those who don't know. I thought it was Game of Thrones because I don't know anything <laughs> about rugby. When I, even when I saw the song, I was like, this rules. <laughs> but we, um, we had the greatest time ever and the shows were amazing, heaps of fun. And um, so thank you to everyone that come at, came out to a show. It was much appreciated. And um, it was honestly one of the best times of my life. Like Hands at, down. At the end of it, like normally you kind of, you know that once time's passed and it's been a few years, then you'll look back on it. But I was like on the final day of it, just kind of being like, like tearing up a little bit like, oh, wow, I am yeah. so like honored to be part of that. So huge thanks to Jacob Pumphrey who pulled the whole thing together. Biggest and legend. Zaza, who helped with all of the all of the tour details. Best uh, tour manager going around Zaza is. So much fun. Best time in the world. So many highlights. Um, I won't try and ram them all in here, but yeah, thank you, everyone. Do, do you have one, Cam? Does, does, one, does one highlight stand out to you at all? I, I have a real specific one. It's the only one in my head when you said that. Um, Go with that one. <laughs> and it is... Jesse Pumphrey from Miniskirt, the bass player, he managed to get this perfect bass tone at the Sydney show that we played, and it just blew my mind. It sounded exactly like how NoFX bass sounds, mm. and I know that seemed like a real strange highlight to have after spending yeah. time with good people. <laughs> oh, the sound of one guy's <laughs> instrument, one of the nights. That's my whole highlight of touring the East Coast. But yeah, I'm not changing it. <laughs> Wouldn't want you to see Jesse is an absolute legend. Yeah. One of the best guys going around. Um, my highlight mm. uh, was um, one that you weren't at. <laughs> because I wasn't at it? <laughs> no, it wasn't because you weren't there. It was, <laughs> it was because of other things, but we went to um, the Klein Brothers, so that's uh, Tommy and Tommy and, 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 and Joey, and they're, they're um, the guitarist and the bassist in Pissed Idiots. Mm. And their uh, family have this, have this shack. And so we, we walk two kilometres through this national park about an hour outside of Sydney. And, um, and then it comes into this big valley and all these um, solar-powered self-contained shacks over, all of, uh, over on the cliffs, over in this gully. It was amazing. Yeah. And I managed to get a big bag of mushrooms and to take along with us. That Did you we... just pick them from the wild? No, no, no. I got them off oh, yeah. one of our friends yeah. <laughs> here in Melbourne and brought it on the bus. Oh, with yeah, us. yeah. And, um, and then we, we went out there and I took too many mushrooms. Yeah. And I almost shat my pants. Oh. I, 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 I copped it and I was like, because I, like, I, I was the one that was in control of the mushroom bag. Terrible idea to start off with. Yeah. <laughs> But I was one that organised them, so I was in, in, in control of them and they were in my pocket and just, I was in a good mood. So just after they were handed out, there was a bit left in the bag and I just kind of kept on dabbling, just dabbling in it. And then we made a big tea and that was what, with the last of it, that's what put me over the edge. And so I was, my body was saying, you know, you're going to have a vomit. And usually, mm. usually I'm pretty sweet with the, with the had a bit too much drugs or alcohol vomit, get it out of your system. Mm. You have a drink of water, splash your face and you're usually fine. But for some reason that night, I was just thinking, I do not want to vomit. Couldn't I'm get not, over the hump. I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it. And so I fight, I fight this off. I get the white face and the sweats. Yeah. And then it's gone. And I'm like, I don't need to vomit anymore. And I think, oh, it's sweet. And then my body, 
my stomach just crunches up and goes, you're shitting now. Mm. You're right now. And then so I've, and I, at this point, right, I can't see about two feet in front of my face because the mushrooms are just kicking my ass. And then I shout out to Tommy and I'm just going, I go, I need some help. <laughs> and so Tommy comes out and Tommy is just, so Tommy and I sat next to each other for most of the time on the, on the whole bus trip. Yeah. And he is just such a beautiful human being. And so he comes out and he's like, Timmy, are you all right, man? And I go, Tommy, I'm about to shit my pants. Mm. He goes, all right, I'll, I'll take you to where the toilet is. I take two steps and collapse on the side of the shed. And so Tommy under uh, puts his puts his shoulder under mine and carries me up through the bush to take me to the toilet and puts me on the toilet, goes back inside, comes back out about 10 minutes later and goes, Timmy, you all right? And I felt fine. And I was like, I feel great. And back in and Tommy goes, do you mind if I take a photo of you, Timmy? This is just too good. This is too good. And I'm just going, I go, you do it, Tommy. And so there's a photo of me. And and maybe when we post this up, we could put it in the in the comments yeah. section. And there's a photo of me just on the dunny, kick, ass kicked by mushrooms, pants down, giving the two big thumbs up. <laughs> and that night was probably the the highlight of my of 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 of, of the sort of tour part of it. Mm. Um, the show part of it, playing in Brisbane, yeah, playing, right. the, playing the hometown show, and having having the um, having sort of my mum. My mum came out to the show. That was. So good, and 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 just she also, had about twenty of us at her, at her house as well. Yeah. So thanks, Sue, and um, thank you, Mum. You killed it. And um, but yeah, that was it, it. It's it was hard to pick just a couple of memories. You know, it was mm. it, I, it really was the the funnest month I've ever had. Yeah, it, it is. It is the 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 funnest month of my life. It really was. Yeah, it was incredible. I'm in yeah. the same boat, man. What a good time. What a great time. So that's a little bit of an insight on why we haven't been putting out material and, and um but if you and if you are listening and you haven't listened to those bands, please do go listen to Pissed Idiots, Miniskirt and Dumb Punts because they really are apart from being our, you know, best mates, they 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 really are three of the best bands going around right now, for sure. A hundred percent. All right, Timmy, I've got a news story for you. Let's do it. So is this what we were talking about earlier? Okay. It is. So Cam and I both, we just had a nice dinner cooked by um, our, one our of caterer. our best, best mates, our caterer, one of our <laughs> best mates and my housemate, Kate. And, um, and we were talking, saying, I said, you know, I think tonight is the night that I have one of the same news stories as you, Cam. Mm. And he, he, I think he's feeling the same. Yeah, I really, I do think that we both managed to stumble across this story. I, th- I know it's a, uh, a topic of interest to both of us. Yeah. Um, so, shall I just reveal what the headline is and you tell me if it's the same story that we haven't mentioned yet, but Go we have a it. feeling? Go for it. Flat Earth Believer, Mad Mike Hughes launches himself into California's sky, quickly returns. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go through it, Gal. This yeah. will be the first time that we'll both have a, the news yeah. story. So my headline is different. Mm. So I'm 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 on Sky News. Okay. Um. So my headline is Daredevil Mad Mike Hughes blasts off in homemade steam rocket. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're both good. They're both good. Great story. Did you? Well, it's your story, Cam. So you take it. And if there's anything that I see on here, I'll add in. All good. I'm just going to read you a couple of highlights from my story. I think yep. mine's from ABC. But um, Mad Mike Hughes, the rocket man who believes the earth is flat, propelled himself almost 600 metres into the air on Saturday before a hard landing in the Mojave Desert. 
He told the Associated Press that outside of an aching back, he was fine and was relieved. I'm tired of, this is him talking now, that's why my voice is a little bit lower. I'm tired of people saying I chickened out and didn't build a rocket. I'm tired of that stuff. I manned up and I did it, he said, after being checked by paramedic. Um, I love him. I love him too. So one thing, what a guy. So I want to give you a little reference. So yeah. something that I sort of came up with, right? So he wanted to go high enough to see that the the, the the world was actually a frisbee shape yeah. and and not actually round. Mm-hmm. And he, so I just want to put this in perspective for you and the listeners. He went 600 metres in the air, right? Your average 747 cruising altitude is 39,000 feet. <laughs> and yeah. he went in feet, he went, he went up about... Oh, I think I lost it for a second. So he 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 went up something about a, a thousand feet up in the air, yeah. and what a normal airline flight is is at thirty nine thousand feet. Yeah, like nowhere near. <laughs> nowhere near, bro. <laughs> like you could probably almost fly a kite higher than he went. Yeah, I I don't know if they've just left this detail out, but I don't think from what I've read that he had a parachute. Do you think that he had a parachute? Yeah. So the, okay. So so the rocket had a parachute, and he. Came down with the rocket. In the rocket, yeah. Discard that, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he want to? That adds way more risk to the whole yeah, thing. Big time, mate. You're coming down with some force. Yeah, and some weight. <laughs> A lot of weight. He would have had to pay so much more for the parachute quality. Um, but yeah, I can't really say much more than the fact that I respect him so much. Like I, I kind of this is a, probably a weird view, but I kind of weird uh, view flat earthers, people who believe that the earth is flat as kind of like a tame religion. And I feel like he's gone way further than people from other religions to try and prove his point. Yeah. Not enough to make me believe it and probably not enough to make anyone who doesn't think it's like possible believe it. But he's done enough to make me respect that he does. He tried. He, he, he tried. Passionately. Like if you're putting that much effort in, I, I say good on you. The rocket wasn't he wasn't aiming at, any, at anyone else. He was putting himself at risk and he was casual about it. He's tired of people saying he didn't make a rocket, so he proved himself. He blew himself into the sky. I do have one big knock on flat earthers though over this whole thing. Even Mad Mike, can he not get a pass? So he gets a he gets a pass. Good. Mad Mike gets a pass. Yeah. But I got a little a bit of the article here. Mm. Mr. Hughes has a GoFundMe page set up to raise money to help with his expenses. Mm. At the time of the release of the rocket, he had raised $110 out of a $10,000 goal over the course of the month. Support your man. Support your man. If you're going to go online and throw all this abuse out there at everybody, support the fucking crazy dude that's going to try and prove it for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's thousands of them out there. There's heaps of them out there. Yeah. He got $110. Yeah. They're all poor. <laughs> Flat earthers are poor. <laughs> well, the proof is in the pudding. $110. Pretty piss poor effort. I say good on you, Mike. Um, on to me. Yeah, bro. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, I say good on you, Mike, too. I actually do do really like that he did that. I see him as a entertainment figure, I think. I see him as a religious entertainment figure, which is probably none of that would he ever use to describe himself. Okay. 
So now to, um, I'm going to put this out there to my listeners, personally to my listeners. Oh, Timmy's listeners. To, to Timmy's listeners. All right. So I just want to tell my <laughs> listeners, turn your headphones off, fast forward about three and a half minutes, and then we'll get back to the and good I stuff. And I say my listeners because I know that this this thing that I'm I'm creating almost as a segment on the podcast, you do not get behind. But it's here is another article. From the filthy corners of the internet. Here is another article. Here we go. Of a man... Having sex with an object that you shouldn't be having sex with. You know we're still in your backyard, eh? Yeah. I'm and okay. we are the only people in the neighborhood talking. <laughs> I'm okay with okay. that. Okay. I'm okay with that. So the headline is, man filmed having sex with a ninth hole of a golf course. So They didn't have to say which. Yep. <laughs> so what happened was, these golfers stumbled across um, this, this golf course in Scotland. And... Um, <laughs> And and uh, and they found this guy, and he was rooting the the actual hole. So he was face down. But get this right: this is where it gets interesting. Okay. He then grabs the the. the you know where I'm going. The flag. With it? He grabs the flag and starts jabbing the flag into his asshole while he's rooting it, and he's filming himself at the same time. Uh, Timmy's listeners, just I want to let you know that he is acting all of this out for me. So. <laughs> Uh, yep. <laughs> Carry on. So, like, these golfers come across, and then they're, they're, and, and, like, the video of it's hilarious. And so, have the, you watched this? Yeah. And did you want to see it? No. <laughs> no, I don't. So, the guys, it's, uh, I'll give you a clip from the, uh, 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 a bit of the dialogue. Okay. So, the guys, <laughs> the guys roll up and they start, they start seeing, and one of the guys goes, There's a lad fucking himself, mm-hmm. filming it on his phone. He's filming it on his phone, fucking his own asshole with the golf flag. <laughs> oh my god! So that one goes out <clears throat> to my listeners and to the golfing fans. And the other thing too, right? So he pull, he, he just he he walks off in the most casual way I've ever seen someone walk off getting caught doing something that they definitely should not be doing. And a part of, I know that this comes out when I, when I say this and when I think, what are people going to think when they're hearing this? But a part of me respects that. <laughs> Is that weird? Oh, don't worry about my judgment. <laughs> if you mean it, say it. I think like, I, I don't know. I think that when there's something about me that... Mm. I don't can look. I don't condone that. But he's look. He's not really hurting anyone. He's he's a sex pest. <laughs> uh, he's a sex pest. But he's not really. There's no kids around. There's nothing like that. He yeah. he didn't think anyone was around. Okay. And and so and, and so, I I don't think he's doing anything evil. Okay. And. But one thing that I always have loved is people getting caught doing the thing that they shouldn't be doing and being very casual, uh, walking away after being caught doing it. There's something about me that just has an element of respect for that. You like him. <laughs> if you met him, would you be like, would you bring it up? Would you tell I, him you respect him? I don't look. I. Do, what do you reckon? Do you reckon that it's a that it's like one of those crazy sort of dudes that are in those crazy group of guys that do really weird shit and, f- and film it and send it to each other. Go or- flip your f- laptop around. <laughs> <sighs> so, do you want to see the video? Uh, uh, oh, go for it. All right. So, just make sure you, do, you describe it. <laughs> All right. So, it's filmed upright. The person didn't think about putting this on YouTube. It's a dude in the distance. Shirt off, pants down to knees. 
flag is less comically getting rammed. Like it's quite slow, which makes me believe that. Filming it on his phone. He's filming it on his phone. Okay. Yep. Okay. Sweet. I think that's probably. It's probably He's enough. He's on us. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's in my head now. <laughs> so what's your answer? Do you reckon that was a, a Tui's mates thing or or that was like a weird, a weird thing? Why film it? Why film it if it's not for laughs? Are you sending I expected to? to watch that and go, Timmy, that's just a group of mates and he's run off to make them laugh. But... <laughs> It's the approach that he's doing yeah. with the flag and the way that he's kind of gently writhing, yeah. it makes me think that he is quietly enjoying himself. Because oh, I think that when you make thing. when you make the boys laugh, you like, oh, I'm with a, I'm with a, I'm by a golf hole with a flag. Like you, you play it up. That guy isn't playing it up. It's like a long term relationship. <laughs> I wonder if there's like on the other end of the line is like his girlfriend or his boyfriend in a at another golf course. Oh yeah. That's the their thing. thing. <laughs> That's their thing. Long distance. Yeah. She's doing it in America, he's doing it in the UK. It started off with dirty messages and it ended up here. Yeah. No, you go to the golf course. Okay, I will too. Yeah, I reckon that's it. <laughs> Alright, you got one, Cap? Yeah. Um, a little bit of a different flavour. Local businesses in the Gold Coast accused of increasing their prices now that the Commonwealth Games are on. So I guess this will be topical for a little bit. There's Commonwealth Games on in the Gold Coast where we were a week ago and a bunch of businesses, including a car park, have put their prices up. And the mayor of the Gold Coast, Tommy Tate, said... Great name. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Tate. Sounds like a surfer, eh? Yeah. It just <laughs> sounds like a cool dude. That's TT. That's, 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 that's Tommy Tate. Tommy Tate. What's he got to say? <laughs> He's like, he reckons this is not the Aussie way. That's the only quote that they got from him. They must have approached... This is a written article, so I don't know what else he said, but they've edited it all away and just left with this single quote. What do you reckon, Tommy? And he said... This is not the Aussie way. I don't reckon they did edit it. I reckon Tommy Tate's a man of few words. And you reckon they just went, okay, thank you, Tommy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. You don't want to piss off Tommy Tate. Yeah. Do you reckon he's got some scary connections or what? It's the Gold Coast, 100%. Yeah. He's a worrying figure. (laughs) If you feed Kev, where where we were on on tour on the Gold Coast, was we stayed out of sort of surface paradise, but it's very much like... There's a lot of bikies. Really? And the Gold Coast is it's a pretty, like, in Surface Paradise, there's some hardcore. I guess hard, I only saw a really there. tiny, tiny little yeah. portion of it. Yeah. Um, what I was going to ask you, Tommy Tate says that <laughs> it isn't the Aussie way to put prices up when there's tourists in town. Mm-hmm. What is the Aussie way? Mm. You're, you sound more Aussie than me, so I thought you might tell me. I say I'm more because I'm 100% more Australian than you. 50. I'm half-half. <laughs> yeah, but you identify as a Kiwi. Yeah, right now. But maybe in this argument, I'll change it. Just <laughs> I'm happy, just to, to I'm happy, I'm happy with that. I yeah. feel like that's a win for me too. Yeah, okay, I won't change it. <laughs> but tell um, me, Timmy, you, I know, for the sake of this, I'm a Kiwi. And what's your, what is the Aussie way, Tim? I Finally, I've been here five years and now it's time that I learn it. It's sum it up in one phrase imagine there's an ad on tv the flag pops up the southern cross comes on closer zooms in on the southern cross on the flag and then the end of the ad has tommy tate's face and he goes australia and then what you say next is the aussie way 
mateship. <laughs> Australia, sometimes it's all right to rip people off. It's the Aussie way. <laughs> so you're taking a stance directly against Tommy oh, Tate. Look, man. Whoa. I, look, I think that, I think if, you know, the a lot of the Australian way is that if you see an opportunity to make some extra more bucks and you're not, look, it's it's a little bit, you are ripping people off, mm. but you're, you're ripping off foreigners and like, hang on, I'm going to tread real lightly here. Well, I'm just going to take that bit that you just said, put it in a YouTube clip, clip and then just release that. Please don't. <laughs> so I think once someone comes over and becomes an Australian or they're living here, it's no longer cool to rip them off. But if somebody's kind of just visiting, yeah. Um, just to all of our listeners, he's putting on a face, so that was a character. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. Look, would I do it personally? No. I'd be like, that's that's not something I would I do. see. So but, you're stepping back and going, I want to tell you that that is the Aussie way, but I don't condone it. You, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Look, I'm, 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 I don't. You're, you're asking me my um, opinion of. Uh, I'm asking you to speak for Australia. Me personally, then I would say no, it's not the right thing to do. Mm. But if you were asking me, you know, what, what the, if, if there was a referendum <laughs> yeah. and, and people had a vote on it, I'd probably say most people would say, yeah, it's all right. Charge more. Charge a bit more. Make a bit more money. Yeah. And if we make it a bit more general, what, w- what would you say the slogan for all of Australia should be? You're really about the slogan thing tonight. That's, that's the thing that's getting me is that I'm trying to avoid that, as you can probably tell, because I don't, that's the one thing I don't want to do. <laughs> don't you? I don't want to make... Okay. The, 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 so is the slogan going to be what I think the slogan should be or, or what I think the Australian people would vote in to be the slogan? Um, what you think... Th- they would want. So, and when I say slogan, it means any time that Australia is mentioned in the news around the whole world, they say, you know, Australia, and then they say the slogan that you're about to say. So it sums us up. Australia. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You like that one? Yeah, man. That is the new slogan. to the next story. So, um, this one, I actually thought that, uh, you would love very much. So, um, so, uh, 17 years Mm. after an incident, a man returns to a hotel to apologize for something that he did 17 years earlier in that hotel. Mm -hmm. And, um, so the, the, the headline of the article is, Man says sorry for causing seagull infestation with pepperoni-filled suitcase. <laughs> I can't believe it's happened twice in the same episode, but I I nearly had this as one of mine. Oh no way! I've read the, I read this whole article oh, today. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't I don't want to like pop the bubble here, but I will. Okay. Uh, I don't believe this one. Oh, you don't believe this? No, one? But, for what but, reasons? But give all of the details, okay. and then and then I'll ruin it. <laughs> okay, sorry, man. So no, I've, I I I want that this this show is about the truth, Cam. Yeah, it's and about, I and I could be wrong. I would like to be wrong on this. It's about obscure news, but mm. it is it it is about news that we like, but it is it is more most importantly about the truth. Um, so <laughs> I just realised I don't believe that. No, <laughs> neither do you. <laughs> I was just nodding. You did the right sort of tone of voice. 
Hey, look, we do tell stories about uh, men having sex with things that they shouldn't have. Yeah. I said we then as well. <laughs> yeah, and I nodded again. <laughs> you yeah, fully got the news presenter tone down pat tonight, so much so that I'm believing But it's you. truthful <laughs> stories about people fucking things that they shouldn't fuck. That's the point. Um, all right, so a man who let Navi of Seagulls trash his hotel room 17 years ago has finally returned to the scene of the crime to apologise after he got a ban. And um, so he got banned from the hotel after um, he was um, he was smuggling pepperoni in his suitcase, and he uh, left the pepperoni um, with the suitcase open and the window open to let the pepperoni air out. Mm. And in that time, while he was away, he uh, came back to the room, and a flock of around he, what he says is forty seagulls had come into the room and absolutely devastated the place and um and he he said he was sorry he um they they contacted his work and gave him a ban that that stood for almost 18 years until he went and apologized now you take i want to i want to know now i want to know the i want to know the truth wow this is only a hunch okay and i feel bad for even saying Hey, I don't believe what you're about to say. So sorry for taking Dude, the wind out before you said okay. it. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm most interested in this now. So I clicked on it too, and I was like, "This is the best." Man yeah. apologizes after 17 year ban after flock of seagulls. It's got the emotion. It's yeah, got the drama. It's got pepperoni. It's got everything you <laughs> need. Everything you want in a news story. <laughs> and then as I read more and more, it's like when a little kid tells you a story. I got some chocolate at school today. Oh yeah, who from? Oh the teacher. Oh yeah, cool. I and um I and the Easter Bunny and I got a million dollars and I, and there's the detail more mm. details that come the more false it sounds. So at the beginning I was like, guy is banned from hotel. Yep, that's legit because of seagull incident. I was like, ah, oh, maybe. And the article has a picture of a seagull that they've got off a stock library. Yeah. And then it goes and the forty seagulls were in his hotel room and uh, the football club of men asked him to bring pepperoni and he's in the navy so he brought like four grand worth of pepperoni to a hotel room and that was when i was like no he didn't all that's happened here is at the very top of that i'll we'll put a link somewhere but at the very top of that article there's a photo of a guy making two hotel receptionists laugh and i think that what he's done is go oh this is a good photo wonder if I can sell this photo to some news outlets and make up a story and then he just went for it and i think that there's just too much craziness in the story man that's why I don't believe it. I think the one thing that does stand in your favor here is that looking through the article, there is no, it's, it's just them talking to him. It's, it's no, it's, 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 it is none of them yeah. talking to the actual hotel or anyone. It's just the guy the who sent them the photo saying, oh yeah, I guess I'm in this. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? What is this dude's name? We'll ask him. <laughs> Nick Birchill. I'm sure, look, there must be, I want to believe him. I still want to believe him. It's a great story because the, mm. the, the thing that still has me sort of hanging on to it is yeah. that I I personally yeah. have some personal stories um, with not just me personally, but with, with other people in our friendship circle and yeah. stuff that... If you put them in a news article, you would think that they were ludicrous. Oh, yeah. You would think that they were absolutely, absolutely insane. Mm. But 
I know that they happened because I was there. Strange things happen. You know, like I just, I just want to believe the guy. Yeah. And I, I love that. I, I like that your optimism and I, I, I don't have it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, not about this anyway. But in the, in the meantime, we don't mm. innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, but I don't want to even go... I never want to read about that again, <laughs> but research away. If you want to find out if this guy had 40 seagulls in his room and had a pepperoni smuggling business, then go hard. Yeah, he does look like the kind of guy that would take you on a ride, though. I don't know if I would have... He's a con artist. He would have got 500 bucks for giving them that photo and that story. And I bet he sold it the first time to, like... What's one of those magazines with the exclamation mark? Hello. One of those hello magazines where they just take alien stories and stuff. What would what would you need to believe? Um people from the hotel saying this definitely happened. That's 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 your own that like you need you definitely need that. Yeah. Yeah. Would you are you thinking about <laughs> getting that? Well, I've got the name of the hotel, the Fairmont Impress. The Fairmont Empress Hotel in Victoria, Canada. Yeah. So I, yeah. Well, okay. Well, I am open to hearing more. If you if you contact them, I just don't. I ne- I don't want to look up this guy. <laughs> but if you do, look, I don't really want to get in contact with the guy either, just because he just seems like a bit of a weirdo. He'll empty a bank account. I don't know if he'll empty the bank account. I think he'll just waste a lot of my time. <laughs> he'll be stoked. Yeah, he'll yeah. be stoked about yeah. it. Yeah, I think because even if it's completely true, like he wants to tell you other stories. Okay, can I can I put this to you? Okay, if I can get validation mm-hmm. from the hotel, yep, will you be then open about contacting this guy? Uh, and you want to speak to him together? Yeah. Yep. If we can get, if, if I can get you the validation and, 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 and the evidence that you need to believe. Mm. Yeah. This reminds me of like when my girlfriend said, I promise I'll never cheat again. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> like I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. But the brain's like, nah. <laughs> right, what else, what else have we got? Uh, okay. This one comes from China. Here's the headline. Drones used to smuggle $110 million of smartphones from Hong Kong. Uh, to where? From Hong Kong into China. Uh, so here's a description of how they did it. One group of people would set up, sit up in a pair of high-rise condos in Shenzhen, and then they'd use drones to fly cables over a border fence to another group of people. Then they would have cables that were attached to motorized wheels in what authorities called a flying line. Once the system was in place, authorities said the smugglers clipped bags filled with smartphones to the cables and pulled them across the border. Uh, Badass! Cool, eh? (laughs) So cool! (laughs) After announcing the arrests, officials held a news conference in which they demonstrated how the flying line worked. (laughs) Oh my god, have you got video of this? I don't. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) But I just think it's so funny that the officials who like busted this up and said, hey, none of that, that's $110 million worth, you criminal scum. Then they got in front of a bunch of reporters and said... 
okay, now here's exactly how they did the wheel and the line. Like, even though they hated the criminal scum, they were impressed. They had to play. They're like, we want to play. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> You've got cool stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like a dad, like, confiscating a slingshot from his kid and then going in the backyard yes. and shooting some birds. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, bro. <laughs> but that is, it's so, man, I love those kind of stories. I love mm. that kind of shit. Look, I think, I think that if you're my, and this is, this is definitely a, a way that I sort of look at crime. I'm not about people ripping off other people mm-hmm. in the way that they might be ripping off a small business or, or, or ripping off, say like a, um, like stealing money from a, a, a family or a, just a person's account or something. But mm. if you're ripping off some government rules about selling some iPhones s- that they haven't approved, I'm all about that shit. I say yeah. rip off the government for, I'm all, I'm all about that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're not even taking any taxpayers money. Like they're not going to have that money in the first place. You they're know selling I mean? them to people that want them. Exactly, man. They're, you know what? I love them. Yeah. Oh, do they have, do they have a gang name? Oh, that's such a good question. Uh, I don't think so. I wish they did. They've been referred to as a crime ring. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I love these guys. How many of them were there? Mm, just trying to see if I can find that. No, no details. To be fair, I only really screenshot at the start <laughs> of the article and then the quote about them. So, like, my resources are limited. <laughs> I love that, man. That's a great story, though. I'm all about that. Yep. Yeah. So if you're looking to uh, go and sell uh, sell something in a place that you shouldn't and you're looking at a way to getting those things over there, mm. I say go for it. Timmy approves. We're all about it. Should we help? Should we get... Should we... No. <laughs> Definitely not. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> all right. So I just realized that my third article that I'm about to read is mm. that... The, the, and I love this about the show, that this is already the formation of the show already. And what I do love is that your stories are, are very much about, they're a lot more worldly. You know, they're about, they're about you know, events and sort of things happening. Mine are just about dudes doing dumb shit. <laughs> just almost always just about dudes doing really dumb things. And... <laughs> But I love the mixture of how yeah. that works together. I think it works great. So Me too. In the spirit of that, yes. <laughs> uh, the headline reads, Drunk wedding guest jumps out of a window into a crocodile pool as horrified revelers see his arm ripped off. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay. <laughs> so cop this right. So this guy goes to um, his friend's wedding and the wedding is in Zimbabwe. Yep. And so they're drinking um, at this bar called Victoria Falls River Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's a, it's a brewery with like a, with a, with a big um, sort of uh, beer hall out the front. Right. And so they're drinking there. And so what had happened was, so the, the um, beer hall has come out saying that, because uh, at first, my first reaction to this was, why does a brewery <laughs> have a crocodile pool? Yeah. <laughs> Which is something that a question that definitely people should be asking for sure. <laughs> but uh, reading into it, it's actually um, was the um, residence next door um, had a crocodile pool there. Okay. And so 
what the guy did, he ran through the kitchen and in the kitchen was a window. Um, in And so he, he climbed out of the window mm. and then decided to jump into the crocodile pool. <laughs> the crocodile pool would have had to have been in the view of the guests. Like it was definitely him yep. going, check it out. And so what happened was, now this is where it gets really brutal, Okay, was what happened was uh, one of the crocodiles actually was going for his head and was mm. about to lock into his head. And the other crocodile ripped off his arm and they started fighting over the severed arm, which was how he was able to get away. Was so that saved him. That saved him, was his arm getting torn off and them fighting over it like a toy was how he actually oh, man. How he actually got away. It's like that Franco movie where he's stuck in the rocks, but actually entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so two guys came and they jumped. That, that When the two crocodiles went off fighting for the arm, they jumped in and dragged him out. And... Um, and uh, he's in hospital and uh, he's alive. Yeah. Crazy, man. Man, that is crazy. Oh, and this, this too. Uh, and the wedding went on. <laughs> <laughs> so he's obviously just some drunk guy that, that his missus is just like, I yeah. am not letting Trevor ruin the fucking wedding. He's an idiot. It is his fault the wedding still goes on. Yeah, and she's a bridesmaid and she had just started dating Trevor and she's like, oh, I don't know if I should bring him. Okay, I'll bring him. I'll bring him. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then he pulled that. Pulled that stunt. I love that story, though. Yeah. Yeah, totally brutal. I mean, the, just the thought of that happening to you. But mm. look, man, if you go around doing dumb shit your whole life, your arm's one, gonna get ripped one, off. one day you're gonna you're gonna jump into a crocodile enclosure and your arm's gonna get pulled off. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think it's a it's a reading stories like that really just makes me think and go, fuck, don't do stupid shit. <laughs> don't do stupid shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, the other thing too is like, uh, it, it, by the sounds of the story, it was mm. just him running off. It's not like a bunch of the guys were sitting on the balcony and and then dared one. He just, he just went off and thought, I've got to go and do this. Yeah, and the fact that he knew, like, I can't imagine that he would have seen the kitchen at all if he was just a wedding guest. The fact that he knew to, like, go through there to get out to the crocs. I think maybe he saw the crocodile enclosure, yeah. worked out that he wasn't able to get around there, mm-hmm. and then maybe worked out that that window up there is the window of the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> And then just fucking jumped. Just went for it. Just went for it and got his fucking arm ripped off. Do you think that this is like a a wake-up call for him? He's going to be like, all right, I'm going to make that app for Android. I'm going to pull it together. He's going to do something else. He's going to, I think, well, he's for for sure going to use this as his bar story for the for the rest of his... Look, Yeah, I'll he's going to walk into the bar. Oh, this? Oh, this? Ah. I'll tell you what, man. If I'm... if Maybe not right now, because it's said in there, um, he's, so he's 21 years old. His name is Colin Miller. <laughs> Shout out to Colin Miller, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and um, and so Colin Miller is 21 years old. Okay. So if I heard, if I went to a bar and heard a 21-year-old say that, I'd be like, mate, you are so dumb. 
Yeah. You're, you're the biggest dum-dum I've ever met in my life. Yeah. However, if I was 21 and Colin Miller was now about 50, 60 years old and he was sitting in a, in a, in a bar, maybe I, I kind of see him being maybe in somewhere in Asia or something like that, you know, like oh, he's, yeah. he's moved over there. It's a random bar in Asia and these 21-year-old guys from Australia and New Zealand come up to him and mm. go, sort of started chatting to him and he tells the story of how he lost his arm by getting it ripped off by a crocodile. I was like, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Colin Miller, you've got about 30 years until you become cool. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen at 21. It doesn't happen Even overnight. with just one arm. <laughs> Is that it, Cam? Well, that's pretty much it. We bolstered well, through it tonight. Well, I've got the... Um, so I do have... Finishing a bonus story. I've got the bonus feel good story to finish uh-huh. on. Yeah, this is how the real news does it as well. Yeah, and yeah, I, cool. And I, and I like it because I, I I really do like looking through the through the um through the good news articles and the good news websites, and it does make me feel really really good. What do you type in when you're like, oh, I need one of these warm stories? So when we first set up this, I I spent about two days just searching through. Oh, I reckon I probably went over a hundred different websites and yeah. I bookmarked about 30 of my favorite news websites. So yeah. now I can just go to, go to my favorite ones and, and the ones that I know come up with pretty good quality. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. So you don't type in specifically like no, I just guy, guy does crazy thing news and no, Google. <laughs> no, I just, I just have, I just kind of, I just kind of flick through different, different news, news, news websites and yeah. one, ones that I know come up with some pretty good stuff. And so this one, giving a shout out to sunnyskies.com, which I think is a really... Is that a news, it's news, a news site? <laughs> it's a good news Sounds like a blog. Sunny Skies. It's fantastic. So I want to show you... I want to start off before reading the article. I want to show you a, a, a photo. So mm-hmm. I'm about to show you of a, of a, of a, of a what looks like a lovely young boy Seven years old, his, his, his name's Madden, and um, Madden has an eye disorder where he's got two different colored eyes, and he also has a cleft lip. Yeah. And um, so that's Madden. Yeah. He's actually a really cute little boy yeah. now. Madden, now I'm about to belt your heart right now, Cam. So Madden, his mum mm. went and found a kitten, a cat, with the exact same disorder that he has and I want to show you this photo of these two together and it will absolutely melt your little heart cam <laughs> and it's a it is a cat with the exact same eye disorder and the exact same miscolored eyes so they both have one sort of um, brown yellowy eye and one blue eye hmm. and the cat has a cleft lip as well yeah. and they are best mates and it I is a beautiful thing. just think it is the most wonderful little story I've read this week of of this boy having this pet that makes him feel more comfortable about who he is because he has this this cat by his side. Yeah. It is, it it absolutely melts. Oh, look at him again here. It absolutely melts my little heart. We've yeah. both got little hearts. Oh, I just that that it just makes me feel so bloody good. Yeah. So good on you, Madden, and especially Madden's mum. Good oh, thinking. So, Madden. So, um, Christina Humphreys. Giving a shout out to Madden's Madden's mum, Christina Humphreys. You are one of the best mums going around yeah. right now. You are awesome. And shout out to you. Shout out to you, Madden. And um, I just think that's such a beautiful thing. It is. And uh, so 
that pretty much concludes another episode of Charging Stallion News We Like. And we do want to hear from you. So if you want to send us a news story that you reckon we should talk about, just find us on Facebook, Charging Stallion, or on uh, Instagram, Charging Stallion, as if it's one word with an at symbol at the beginning. Um, yeah, buy our merch. You can find it on Redbubble, or if you want shirts, just um, email tim, tim.davis89 at gmail.com. We haven't got them on the internet just yet, but uh, I think it's your job to do that. Um, <laughs> hit us up on our Facebook page. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you do want to uh, get some merch, we've got some good uh, good, good shirts out there. And um, again, um, just reiterating before, um, thank you for coming back after hiatus, and uh, thank you very much to everyone that came to a show. It really was um, an amazing experience, and a, and and um, apart from it being a big part of the people that we were able to do it with, was a big part of the amazing people that came to the show, and and everyone that bought a t-shirt, and everyone that came and partied with us. Just thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Today's show was brought to you by Dan Lonigan, my vape master. <laughs>